Hello no, and welcome no. back to the Banter Minute Podcast with me, Reece Saunders. Joining me tonight, as always, is Carl Pierce. Hello, everybody. Liam Hall. What's up, what's up? And for the Pot of Thunder, uh, and for the Pot of Thunder on Inside the Ropes, it is the K5 Jobber himself. Hello, how are you? I am great. I don't go by that name anymore, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice throwback sometimes. So, oh, yeah. I had to do Thank it, man. I had to. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, obviously, as always, we're going to be talking about um, the Premier League, the fixtures that have happened, maybe technically David Luiz a little bit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also, we're going to be talking about uh, Manchester United and also uh, talk about their future and stuff to do with that. So, if you want, if you want, boys, we'll get cracking straight away with uh, Assad. We'll start with you. Um, so, what team? So, obviously, I said support Manchester United. What made you support Manchester United? Um, so, when I when I first started watching football, I, I started watching around two thousand four. All my friends in in school used to watch it, and they seemed a bit pretentious. So I was like, ah, maybe this sport's not for me. And then uh, I was watching the Euros 2004. Uh, it was Portugal versus England. And I remember seeing England, uh, it went to penalties. And I can't even remember what the outcome was, but I remember uh, I recognized David Beckham. So I said, oh, shit. Yeah, so England, I believe England lost that. Um, <laughs> and and uh, so, I, so I remember recognizing David Beckham. And then I did you know, a little research on David Beckham. He played for Manchester United. So I was like, oh, this seems like a good team. So I watched uh, a few of their games, and then the one that I vividly remember is winning the Champions League against Chelsea. And I remember I was, I was rooting for Manchester United in that game, and then they won. So I said, oh, this is great. I like this feeling. I, so I picked the team. They won. Great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick this team from, from now on. So that's, that's sort of how I fell in love with the team. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been an up. Up and down roller coaster recently. Down a little bit more down recently, but uh, for the most part, it's been up, up road, I guess you could say. Aside from when we faced Barcelona in the finals of Champions League. Yeah, I was going to say. So from what, 2012, if you want to support uh, Manchester City. No, oh gosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, knew, I, I somehow knew Manchester City would be brought up eventually, but I, I just, I, a lot of United fans dislike Liverpool, and I'm, I say dislike because you know I'm trying to be nice here, but uh, I, I loathe so, Man City. I just, I, I, I hate that team Liverpool. with all my being. Oh, more than Liverpool, yeah. Especially because um, my, first, my first live game that I went to watch was uh, Community Shield uh, City versus United. And uh, I, I, I couldn't get tickets on the United side, but I had tickets on City side, right? Oh, so, no. Oh, dear. So, so I'm, I'm, oh, sitting, no. <laughs> so I, I'm sitting amongst all these fools who turn their backs and jump like Neanderthals uh, after every goal. So... I'm sitting down. I'm just I'm, and two two goals were scored the first half by City, right? And I'm sitting there, and two two gentlemen sitting beside me who were who had accompanied me, who gave me their third ticket, were like, "Oh, you should just, you know, quit quit watching Manchester United play. Watch watch Man City. They're the team. They're the best in the world." <laughs> I said, "I mm, I don't think so." And then United came back in the second half and won three two. And these men were out before the final whistle and everything. <laughs> so, um, so it's just, it's, you know, those things built up. And then later on that season, uh, City did the whole, you know, the, the infamous Aguero. And they won the league. And oh. uh, yeah, it was painful. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> no, I was so happy that Aguero got winning. I, I had a bet with a friend of mine who was a Man United fan. He said, oh. United will win the league. They'll easily beat City. And then I remember I was at an Albion game and I just come out and I think uh, they, they just equalised and Jekko just scored. Uh-huh. And I walk into the car and I just get a phone call from a friend, uh, the Man United fan, and he picked. He just phoned me. He went, "I hate you. I hate oh. you so much." Me? Oh. me? And yeah, then I got I this glass of what's happened. <laughs> yeah, I just see Aguero scores and oh, it was brilliant. It was a brilliant thing. Yeah. Uh, I have friends texting me. 
I had friends texting me saying, oh, well done, you've won the league. And I'm like, but the City game's still going. And then as soon as I text that, yeah, it was Aguero. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I was I was actually living in London at the time. And I was, we had, our, our exams were coming up or something. I was, I was in the library. And I, was, I was working on something, but I was watching the games uh, at the same time. And then when United was clearly winning and then fucking QPR, I'm sorry, am I allowed to swear here? Is that fine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't heard that. Like, this is super bad. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so fucking QPR with fucking. It was. It was Rio's brother is playing in QPR, and you you'd like to think that he'd want to help his brother out, but um, and 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 then this this I don't I don't even know how it happened. It was like a it was like a movie. You don't you. If you told your friends this happened, right, without proof of actually witnessing this on live television, you'd say this is some bullshit fake movie thing that it happened, you know, like, oh, yeah, two goals, extra time. Yeah, bullshit. That's never going to happen in real life. But it was, I mean, yeah, it's an astounding moment for, you know, as, as much as I hate it, it's an astounding moment in football. But it's just mm. so rough. And then Owen Hargreaves, who I loved, Played for City maybe for like three seconds before he got injured and walked off again. So I was kind of like, <laughs> fucking guys. Just swear, I hate them. So, well, it only yeah. like five seconds from getting ordered. So it yeah. made it but, even more annoying that he, he blasted our medical staff as well. So hmm. they're not looking after him properly. And he goes to City and yeah, he, he gets injured in 20 minutes there or whatever it was. Did he even uh, play uh, 20 I, minutes? He had one run with the ball and then hobbled <laughs> off. <laughs> Well, I think about Owen Hargreaves is when it, when it was coming that he was leaving Man United, uh, the team I support West Brom were about to we basically offered him a contract, and it was all mm-hmm. set to done. And then Man City comes in, offers him a, a, I can, a all I can imagine, it's an, a, an outrageous amount of money. And yeah. as you said, yeah, plays three seconds, never never to be seen of again. And mm-hmm. yeah, he was a good player. I do feel sorry for him in that sense. I did, but um, yeah, 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 he's. Yeah, I I loved Owen Hargreaves, but you know, you kind of, it's kind of like when uh, uh, what was his name? Jeez, uh, so I'm trying to remember now who played for Barcelona and then jumped over to Real Madrid. There've been a few actually, but Figo, um, did it? Figo, thank you, Luis Figo. Yeah, so people hated Figo after he did that. People were like, "How could you yeah. do that? That's a rival club." Oh. But the, the, the Figo, I mean, all, all I can remember for that is the pig's head. That's all I can get for the Figo thing. So just, they, uh, of, all, of all the things you want to throw, do, do, I, do I throw beer at him? No. Do I throw hot dog at him? No, I'm going to throw a pig's head at him. Who the fuck is carrying a pig's head around? That's what I want to know. Like, oh, I'm going to have bacon I, for I, breakfast and then I'm going to carry the rest of the pig for the football <laughs> game. <laughs> it's like, I. I hate. I'm trying to think of a footballer that I hate. I hate. Um, no, it's not a footballer. I hate Mark Clattenburg. He's a ref. I, I just. I despise him. Oh pack. God. And but I never once thought. You know what? I'm going to throw a sheep's head at you. No, all I'm going to do is call you a wanker and boo you excessively. <laughs> Clattenburg looks like one of those guys who's you know, he looks like those American jocks, and he's just like one of those smug pricks. Right? Yes. No. He just looks so I, smug. I, it does, doesn't he? I have, I have a story about Mark Clattenberg. I, I went to London mm-hmm. uh, for a weekend with some friends and the album were playing in Arsenal that weekend. So on the Sunday, I've gone into uh, London city centre and I see Mark Clattenberg in a suit with the, uh, all I assume is his wife. And I've got mm-hmm. my Albion top on and he's looked at me, looked at my shirt, looked down at me and just went, oh, like, I mean, you absolute <laughs> prick. Where is he from? Which part of, oh, which part of the UK? From, from, from the village of Twatville, probably. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, we'll cover the, so get, uh, we're going to talk about Premier League. So, we'll go from the fixtures from uh, Saturday, the, uh, July 4th. Um, we'll talk about um, Arsenal, Man United obviously winning, the race for fourth. And also the releg- uh, battle for relegation. So we'll start off actively. I think we'll start off with Man United against Bournemouth. Uh, 5-2 victory for Man United. I imagine Carl and Asadji are both very happy people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's tremendously. Carl, you go first. Yeah. Um, 
which is weird because even when we went a goal behind for the probably the first time this season, I was actually still confident we would still win the game. And previous uh, matches when we've gone a game goal down in the game, I've been like, "Well, that's it. We're we're done." <laughs> <laughs> Very reliable, yes. Uh, you know, I, I love the fact that Man United fans whinge. Try supporting West Brom. Try <laughs> <laughs> supporting Arsenal. We've been shit for the last ten years. We used to be good. I mean, I remember I have a friend who's an Arsenal fan, and uh, he told me he said, you know, for for the longest time, he's like, oh yeah, but we used to be the Invincibles, and even that stopped now. Like they stopped bringing that part up. <laughs> oh, literally, like. God, we, 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 I don't even know what we can call ourselves now. Like, the average? just me. Yeah, mediocre ones. It's really the first thing to be in the world. Is, sorry. Yeah, go on. Sorry, I, I interrupted. Oh, I, I was just saying that I think it's the worst thing in the world to be an English fan and also an Arsenal fan. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm an England fan myself. So I, I think the performance at the World Cup last year or the last World Cup was was remarkable. It's really good. But um, uh, I think after <laughs> being an Arsenal fan, watching Arsenal TV is, <laughs> is one of the highlights of my life. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but being a fan, I have so much respect for Arsenal fans that haven't killed themselves. So, um, uh, yeah. my, my, <laughs> my best friend and my uncle are Arsenal fans. Uh-huh. And um, my, my, my best friend is very placid. But um, when it comes to Arsenal, it's it's amazing seeing him get all um, animated. It's brilliant. Um, he texts me with David Luiz coming. He went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Again. And then every time he made a mistake, he'd phone me. And it was brilliant. When the, the City game was peak. All I did was put my loudspeaker and I was just crying. And he just went, what are you fucking laughing for? Fuck you! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my uncle, uh, me and my uncle, we um, we tend to do a lot of football questions with each other and have a laugh. And every time that Arsenal lose, we're not allowed to talk about football. So for quite a long time, we're not allowed to talk about football. <laughs> I, w- I want to understand, how did Arsenal go from... You know, Wenger out to, hey, can we maybe hang out sometimes? Wenger, we miss you. <laughs> you know, it, was, it, was, it seems really unfortunate. Who the fuck signed David Luiz back? That's what I want to know. That, fire that person. Fire that person. You know what's amazing with David Luiz? He makes Eric Dyer seem like a world-class player. <laughs> it's like, Eric Dyer seems like, he seems consistent in comparison. And that's, that's saying something, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I've got a question for you. I got, I got a question for you all. Phil mm. Jones or David Luiz? Phil Jones. <laughs> Phil Jones. Yeah. I mean, if anyone, yeah. if who has the balls? At least he makes funny faces. Their, he makes funny faces, but who has the balls to put their face in front of the fucking person, the player's foot? Like, who does that? <laughs> you have to have some balls and steel to do that. Fucking hell. I love that. Wasn't that against Arsenal as well? You did it to Giroud, didn't he? Slid in front of Giroud's foot. It's like, it's like in the middle of the play, he's like, as if he forgot he had feet. Why are you using your head? You're not a paraplegic. Stand up and kick the ball like everyone else. But, uh, I think he's just like the man Neuer of the defensive position. He's just he's just gonna use any body part possible. Yeah, but Neuer does it with class. <laughs> <laughs> I, I play when I play for I play centre half. I've never once decided to crawl on the floor to try and get the ball. <laughs> well, clearly you're not you're not as dedicated. That's what I say. <laughs> That's dedication yeah, yeah. right there. That's a fair point. Um, but um. Well, let's get let's get back to my United Bournemouth. Um, Rashford, Greenwood, and Martial scoring um, in this game. I think I, I saw a stat that they've scored more goals this season combined than the front three of Liverpool. Uh, oh, wow. Obviously, yeah. Firmino has only got Firmino's got like four goals or something like that. But mm-hmm. Greenwood, Rashford, Martial have got fifty-five goals between them. That's a fantastic mm. um, stat for the, the three of them. Obviously, all young players as well. And it's nice to see that the Greenwood looks like the what you've been missing. 
for me. That added extra pace or that that lethal finish that you need. And it's nice to see that the obviously he's getting plays well for being so young. Uh, do you think Greenwood is the future of Man United? Definitely. Um, I mean, when he first I, when he first started playing early in the season, I wasn't convinced, but he's come back. He's come back from this lockdown, and it's been like a revelation. It's been amazing. He, I, th- I think he's, I think he's performed well um, whenever he's played. Uh, but I, I, I'm hesitant on saying anything because it's it's going to be the same recipe that that sort of encompassed the career of Atnan Yanozai or Jesse Lingard. Um, I just, I feel hey, well, like Jesse Lingard's a young talent. Asad. he's got plenty of years ahead of him. He's only twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> well, because because all this all this hype goes to their head, and then and then they start not performing. So I want to wait for a little bit before I I firmly say yes. Mason Greenwood is the future of Man United. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I'm I'm sort of apprehensive on on because we had so many signings right uh, in the past few years. We had um, most notably, I would say. Uh, we had uh, what's his name uh, from my. You have to you have to forgive me. My memory is terrible. But Di Maria, right? So yeah. Di Maria oh, came yeah. over from from Real Madrid. Oh, and there was so much hype behind him, and he's going to do this, he's going to do that. And then what happened it was like perhaps one of the biggest flops in the Premier. To be fair, I don't think that was his fault. I mean, he. I think he was played in fourteen different positions. Yeah, like, they there. didn't know what to. They didn't know what to do with him, right? And that that's my that's my biggest problem with uh, with especially United because I feel like every time we purchase a player, we we go for the forwards and the strikers and midfield, but our defense is extremely lacking. And then we splash. How much was it on Harry Maguire? 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80 million, million pounds. So it's, it's some crazy, crazy, ludicrous amount, right? And so I, I feel like the the I guess the formation of the team isn't balanced, and you might you need to have players that play well with each other. For example, people have been complimenting uh, Bruno Fernandez and Pogba. They say their chemistry is great, and you need that. Yeah. You need that with players. So I'm again I'm very apprehensive on on saying anything about any new players such as Greenwood just yet. I see potential, but. I'm gonna wait for a bit until until I say anything uh, that's concrete. So, but I see potential. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. We've had a lot of young players. Uh, Frederick McCade is another one that comes to mind. That look like they had bags of talent, and then just I don't know. As you say, was did it all go to their heads? They just seem to fade into obscurity after was the, a was season that or Dutch, two. The Dutch player that we had, um, Depay. Depay. He was there's so yeah. much there's so much hype behind him and then he came in he started rapping it's like wait what the fuck is going on is this football where, where are you dropping rap albums from doesn't make sense so but, but now look at him banking the goals for Leon yes yeah. he, he's it looks like he's fulfilling his potential but you, you can say yes it's a weaker league but he's mm-hmm. still performing at that league and I yeah. I think it's the it's the new it's the name Manchester United. Mm-hmm. It is it is one of the biggest clubs in the world. And you got to think all that expectation of playing the United way. It does come through. And also when you look at what United have produced in the past in terms of their academy, obviously the infamous class of 92. Everyone who comes through the academy is all, always immediately compared to them. And I don't think it's fair. I mean, you can't compare Anna Yanazai to, as you said, Yanazai to Roy Giggs. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't like the comparisons between McTominay and. Um, I, I get the name. I, I get the name is big, but so is Liverpool. Liverpool is a big name, yeah. but look at look at Trent. Trent has been performing. He, he might arguably be the best defender of the league this season. You know, he scored so many goals. He's performed well in his position. So, he and he's twenty one years old. He's really young. So yeah, it's, I hate it's, him for that. <laughs> so it, it depends. I feel, I, I feel like it really depends on where their mindset is and what they're really doing. If you have these young kids, especially with social media and stuff, it's there's yeah. you know you get attention and girls or whatever you're into. You know, it, you, 
you get all that and then you sort of lose your way. But I feel like, you know, maybe Klopp has been, uh, I guess, a little more strict and formed his team well. Our management has been poor. I, I think I'm pretty sure Carl would agree. Management is poor and the, the owners have not been really helping United the past few years. Yeah, I do agree. Yeah, I think I think Woodward's been quite a hindrance at times as well, to be honest. He's a good businessman, but he doesn't seem to understand the football side of things. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's there to make money. That's what, that, that, he, he, that, first of all, he's a businessman. He's there to make money, hence with what the, the shirt, spot, shirt sponsor and also the shirt deals the most lucrative in, uh, in football. And he's brought how much revenue into Man United, but They've put that revenue, as you've said, in the wrong places. But um, from owners that are poor to owners that are even more poor, we go to Arsenal against Wolves. Um, Arsenal picking up a 2 0 win over Wolves, four wins in a row, three in the league, won the cup. They look to be turning the corner, and also Saka uh, looks to be a tremendous talent scoring in this game. Liam, uh, I take it you watched it. How, how did you feel about this? I felt very good. I think this is the first time that we've seen like to have a real. It seems like we are improving every single week and not just in attack. Because usually for the past few years our attack have kind of saved the team, and we've kind of just scraped by defensively. But somehow I, I don't know who the hell thought a back three of Mustafi, David Luiz, and Kalasnach would be a good idea. But somehow it's actually managed to be fairly strong. And we managed to keep, this is the first time since 2015 we've managed to beat a team that's higher than us. Which, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that kind of says everything about um, this club, but I mean, it seems like stuff is going a bit more pos- positive. So, um, that is insane. I, mean, I had no idea. Yeah, and that was when we beat, um, I think it was Leicester, we beat them twice in the season in the title season, mm-hmm. I believe. But, yeah, you did, yeah. I mean, geez, I feel so long ago. But um, no, everyone, everyone was playing well. Saka, I think, is... I, I wouldn't say he's better than Greenwood, but I think in terms of versatility, I think he's really showing that he's got something there. I don't, I don't know where well, he's going to settle, but he's, he's incredible talent. All I'm going to say is the future of the England national team is in really exciting hands. And the fact that Saka, Greenwood, Sancho and Co being how young they are and being the players that they are already. It's scary to think how good these, these players could be. But um, Wolves looked a bit, I don't know, Jets. like maybe the game's coming thicker fast for them. Maybe they're not uh, coping up well with it. But they, did, they didn't look like the team they've been all season. That, that's, that was nice to see because I hate Wolves with a passion. <laughs> yeah, and it sort of kept um, them off our back a bit as well because they were yeah. on points with us. So I was quite pleased to see them get beat. I think they had one shot in the whole game. I, I, I think I'm, I think that's right. But I mean, that's inc- it's crazy to foresee a team that was doing so well to be now scoring so little. Yeah, it's nice to see. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so obviously the, the battle for third and fourth is really tight at the moment uh, also just going to touch on it really quick uh, Leicester winning 3-0 against Palace on Saturday and also Chelsea beating uh, Watford 3-0 as well um, just going to fix on the Sunday uh, big, the big one the big shock was Southampton beating Man City uh, a great goal by Chad his first goal that was in Premier League uh, 40 yard and hope it was. I know Edison was off his line, but there's no way he meant that. <laughs> but uh, City just look. I know that they've got nothing to play for this season, but they they look like just be waiting for next season instead of trying to finish as strong as possible at the end of this season. I don't know if you guys have picked up on that. They look, yeah, they look a bit all over the place, and I don't know if it's Pep's rotation because he seems to rotate players in and out a lot more than other teams have, and they've all got the same. Uh, games and they never look the same when De Bruyne's not starting they really don't I think part of it is they also probably um, underestimated Southampton you know it's not one of the big teams so to speak of even though they are playing well but you know they are going to they are going to prepare more for someone like Liverpool than Southampton mm-hmm. yeah um, I, I, I feel I feel City has 
they're they're slightly dejected because you know they're not making Champions League now. Um, I I feel like there might be some you know underlying tension in the team, maybe not as visible as Tottenham's, for example. But I feel like Man City, their their motivation might be slightly lost, especially now that they've lost the league. They're not making Champions League. It's it's uh, things are things are rocky for them. Yeah, it, it's. I can't see Guardiola staying there after next season. I think next season could be his last. But who replaces That's personally him? Personally, for me. What about you guys? I don't know because that that position business is still up in appeal, isn't it? So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it got turned around of a club like City, to be honest with you. So, uh, but no, I, I don't know. I don't know if Pep will stay or go. It's a tough one to call at this time, to be honest. Um, I, I think he wants, because his, I mean, he won everything possible with Barcelona in one season. It was, I'm sure this is a challenge for him to try and, you know, win at least the Champions League. I think he wants to stay until he does it. It seemed, He seems like that type of person. But, again, yeah. this is speculation. If uh, Whether it happens or not, I, I don't know. I think it's definitely his biggest challenge. I mean, who can see sign to improve their team, really? Because I'm now, not, I mean, in, in comparison... He's Klopp is a much better manager than than Guardiola. Do you think? Do you think that helps Guardiola sleep at night? You know. No, I don't think. <laughs> no. Doesn't mean what Klopp, what Klopp's done at Liverpool is nothing short. I mean, granted, he spent some money, but he's nothing short of a miracle. There, he's basically got a team that is fearless, mm-hmm. and he's got. If you look, at, he's got the two best fullbacks in the world in terms of Trent and. Uh, Robertson is so the best goalkeeper of in Allison, the best defender in the world in Van Dijk, um, and arguably the best front three in the world. Whereas Guardiola's whereas Guardiola's got a shaky defence. Uh, Edison is prone to mistakes, as was proven against um, Southampton yeah. with his positioning and stuff like that. And also, Aguero's aging, but still amazing. Just to cut in, he's got one of the best strikers, arguably one of the best strikers in the Premier League, and he sort of rotates him all the time and drops him inexplicably, doesn't he? Which which can't which can't help the team (laughs) because he's constantly injured. He's just constantly injured. Aguero is like he's he's made of paper. (laughs) He's just every he gets injured during the day, like you know, waking up for fucking breakfast. (laughs) <laughs> you, can't, you can't rely on him but I, I will say I feel like perhaps De Bruyne you know De Bruyne might, might be I was having this uh, this discussion with one of my friends recently and he said he thinks De Bruyne is the best player in the Premier League and I said I think maybe Van Dijk might be and so his argument was well I think Trent has performed better and but, so he says I think, I think Van, uh, sorry, De Bruyne is the best player in the Premier League and I, it's hard to argue against that we, we've had this debate on here um, about De Bruyne and who's the best player in the Premier League stuff like that and I think Liam you was uh, adamant it is De Bruyne yeah just because I mean uh, I mean first of all I think it's almost impossible to compare Alexander Arnold and Van Dijk because they're completely different players um, mm. and it's also the same with De Bruyne I feel like he's become probably the best all around midfielder in the league I mean he's I'll say he's probably even one of the better tacklers in the league which is kind of incredible but I mean he's got everything he's got the passing he's got the shooting he's got a kind of leadership around him I, yeah. I don't know personally for me I, I think I mean you guys might hate this as, as Man United fans but I think he's probably yeah I, I think he probably is one of the best players in the world I think he's definitely in top three for me I, I find it hard to argue against that. Uh, I will, I mean, as much as I hate City, I think Aguero is a phenomenal talent. David Silva, I absolutely love David Silva. And yeah. I, think, I think De Bruyne is just, he's, he's been the best he's been ever. You know, he's, he's not had a long career. He was in Germany for a bit. He was in Chelsea for a bit. But, you know, coming to City has, has opened up this whole different side of him that no one saw. And he, 
he might be compared to I mean if he's if he's in contention for Ballon d'Or I, I would not be surprised you know so yeah yeah I agree actually, 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 I, I have top. a question do, 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 mm-hmm. who do you think is better um, out of De Bruyne and Jesse Lingard oh Jesse Lingard. Yeah, of course. Okay. Easy. Yeah, I easy mean, does De Bruyne have Snapchat? I don't think so. Does he have his own clothing line? No. I mean, I, I just talk about Jesse Lingard. I love the fact that Roy Keane, one of his, I love Roy Keane to begin with, but one of Roy Keane's best rants was Jesse Lingard's been paid two hundred thousand pounds a week to be an in, to be an Instagrammer, not a footballer. Yeah, yeah, and I totally I think agree. It's true. With I completely. Oh, agree with I mean, I mean look. I, I, I loved it when he said, I don't want to see him dancing. You want yeah. to see him dancing? You're a footballer, not a dancer. <laughs> be a footballer. I mean, to be honest, I'd rather see him dancing and play football, to be fair. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be in an Arsenal shirt next season anyway. <laughs> Very possible, yeah. I mean, if, if you look at Jesse Lingard, some of, he has those flashes of brilliance, and you're like, oh, this guy. Does he? he just harnesses that. <laughs> Very good times, I would say. But, but there have been times where you say, this guy has so much potential within him, but he's busy dancing and fucking making Instagram stories. He's not, he's not focused on the sport. So yeah. it, goes, it goes back to your point before on being hesitant with Greenwood. I mean, Lingard was in that category. He had a, yeah. you know, he had a good start and looked like a really good player and then just fell off a cliff and it's yeah. what oh, he yeah. is now. Well, that's, I that's thought when he, scored that, when he scored that winning goal against Palace in the final, um, I thought that would be a kickstart for him. Right, he scored a really, mm. a really important goal for Man United. He's won a trophy for Man United. Show mm. that you are a leader. Kick on from there. I and mean, if anything, he's got worse. I mean, look at that game against City. I think was it was it the Carabao Cup where um, Solskjaer said one more time and you're fucking off. And he fucked up one more time. And we haven't seen him since. Yeah. Good. No, he did think... play in that. He did play in the FA Cup um, oh, against yeah. Norwich, where we weren't very good. We sort of beaten by the <laughs> skins yeah, of our teeth. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, I mean, as I've said, though, he is a young talent. He's got plenty of time ahead of him, as everyone reminds us all. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want them. To, I want them to just go away. But I tell you one thing: if you read it, it's funny. Um, West Ham want to sign Jesse Lingard. So, David Moyes and Jesse Lingard back together once again. They can have him. <laughs> yeah, they can. He can go blow bubbles just... in Upton Park. <laughs> well, well, that's just like homeless in like playing in the local park. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we, we move on from... Uh, so, we talk about Tottenham versus Everton. Uh, Tottenham winning 1-0 with an own goal by Michael Keane. That wasn't the talking point. The talking point was Hugh is Hugh-Min's son... Um, having some uh, having some words at halftime. It's like yeah. Jose's culture's caught up with them all already. <sighs> Very. <That man. laughs> I I I love <laughs> I love the chaos Mourinho brings everywhere he goes. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's almost a talent <laughs> in some way. Did, did you did you enjoy it at Man United? <laughs> Oh yeah, it was. Oh, do you remember the 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 meme that he made where it's just oh, I can't remember. Was it against Arsenal? Someone someone passed by, said something. And he he jumps up with the assistant coach and just runs. <laughs> I mean, he's oh, God, yeah. In the world oh, of was it the yellow card one? I I think so. Was it no? Yeah. Was it? He said, oh, I, I think it's Chelsea yeah. actually. I was think it's Sari's assistant. Someone said wrong. something to him, and and yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Oh, it was, and it's like, I, we, I, I was just recovering from Van Gaal just laying down on on the sideline. I just recovered <laughs> oh, that from was, that. That was hilarious. <laughs> and then Mourinho does this. It's like, can you stop? Please stop. Please, I'm, I can't handle this. It feels like Mourinho. It's, it's his ego first, then the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it feels like way. I mean, you look at look at when they beat look when Maggie Lloyd beat Juventus. Uh, he just walks onto the pitch, doesn't care about his plays or anything, just stands there with his hand over his ear and lifting his hand up, basically saying, Come on then. Yeah. Boom me now. And it was it was brilliant to see, but he is oh I do think he's a problem more than he is 
a help in a way. I think now he is. I think before he was incredible. And we, we talked on this prior, but I do think he is he's stuck in his ways. He's not evolving in terms of uh, evolving with football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He thinks it's, a, it's, a, it's a big ego issue, I would say. Oh, yeah, big time. He just thinks that he's... I, I've won this, I've won that. I'm not going to take my philosophy, but really, you've... Yeah, it's very venger like That's what it is. It, it is that's what, you haven't won a league title since Chelsea. You've been sacked from every job you've been at, bought into Milan. Sure, that says something about you. Yeah, 100%. But it hasn't, look, it hasn't really improved Tottenham at all. He hasn't. Has he had a spell, I think, was it for two or three games that they looked a bit better and then we beat them and they just sort of went back to normal. Yeah, yeah, he usually hits the ground running or makes some sort of improvement, but they, they, they still don't look very good at all, really. No, I, I, feel, I feel that Mourinho... I mean, there's, there's a lot of issues with, with football today, I would say, um, but it's, it's how you adapt, isn't it? Like, how do you, how do you adapt to you know, the players being a little different than how you used to be in the past? And uh, again, as we said, Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard, it feels like he was very about his social life and his status and the fame he got. And I think a manager has to manage that as well. So how is he handling that versus, let's say, someone like Klopp, for example? You know, yeah, I, I feel like I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think Mourinho is a good man manager. I mean, perfect example of how poor I think Mourinho is as a man manager was um, he knew the cameras were on at this situation where mm-hmm. he calls out Pogba about Instagram. Right. Um, so I think it was a Sky Sports News that had it was open training session and Pogba walks across. I think just come back from injury, just back to do training, and Mourinho calls him over and starts basically lambasting in front of everybody because of Instagram. And Pogba's just standing there like shocked. And I do genuinely think if Mourinho had stayed, Pogba would not be at Man United now. Mm, absolutely yeah, not. Martial as well. He was. Really yeah. unhappy under Mourinho, and he always had these digs at Shaw as well, didn't he? Yeah. He, he? Even if Shaw had a good game, he'd still find a way to have a dig at him for some, some reason. Well, it's kind of like a weird, like, it's a kind of a weird motivating thing, isn't it? Because didn't he do the same thing when he was like, kind of at Chelsea for a while? Like, he would like rip into people. I mean, he tried it at Real Madrid with Ozil and it didn't really work. He had, some, well. he had a tiff with Ronaldo yeah. as well, yeah. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah. I think Di Maria didn't like him much either. Um, the the team was it. Wife doesn't like him. <laughs> Would not be surprised. Uh, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, was it was was Mourinho around when Anelka was playing for Chelsea? Uh, we should ask Rahul. Yeah, we have to ask mm. Rahul. is Mr. Nicholas Anelka, statistician. Uh, no, Nicholas no. Anelka was there when I think it was hitting. And Grant, I think. Mm. Not too sure. I don't think Mourinho had it, but can you imagine Nicholas and Alcon Jose Mourinho in the same room? God. Who is the biggest, wingiest bastard in the world? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, we'll move on to the Tuesday features. Uh, obviously, the, the, as I said, the battle for the top four is, or the battle for third four is intensified. Uh, Chelsea uh, beating uh, Chris Pines 3 2 in a really, really good game. Uh, the goal scored, this was spectacular. Zaha's goal, oof, beautiful. Can you believe um, Chelsea are letting William go? I mean, he's been awesome yeah. since the restart, hasn't he? There were two assists by William in this game, weren't there? Exactly, yeah. That's what I yeah. mean. And apparently he's gone at the end of the season. It seems would ludicrous. Would you love William? As a, as, a, if, as a Man United fan, would you love William in your team? Um, yeah, but where would he play? Yeah, that's the thing. I was about to say that. He's definitely a good player, but I'm not too sure if we need him at Can the moment, Scott looking player? at who we've got. Like, I think as like a backup for Varai or something, it could be a good idea. 
Yeah, but that's that's sort of a player you start. I feel I feel William is a mm. is a starting player. He Definitely, plays yeah. majority of your game. Um, I, the last thing I want is something you know, sort of reminiscent of what Man City does. Is they their entire bench is a full English Premier League squad. I don't want that. So it's wasted yeah. talent, uh, a lot of wasted funds. I I agree. I mean. I think William, if he, I think William, if he does go, I think he'll. I could just see him go to Tottenham. That's where I see him going. If he stays in England, he's, he's going to Tottenham because. Chance, I see him going to Arsenal, which kind of slightly terrifies me. Is that more it's, it's a position we need. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because um, we kind of have a trend of um, signing people with certain agents. So I don't know. I, I can really see him coming to Arsenal. Does he want it? Take that big step back in his career. <laughs> <laughs> he might be able to I give mean, David Luiz some hair tips. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I think uh, I think if William does go to Arsenal, I think that'd be good for. But then it could be detrimental to say Saka because William is going to yeah, play. Yeah, or, or, or Pepe. Pepe. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah seventy-two million for him. I think Pepe. I think Pepe's played really well since coming back from uh, the the lockdown. I think he's played really well. Yeah, I, I think he's slowly settling in. He obviously had, he had a bit of a well, I can't think of what the word is, but a bit of a rough time with Unai Emery. I mean, we had a bit of a rough time with Unai Emery, and so mm-hmm. yeah, there was so much, Unai, there was so much prospect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that? I said there's so much prospect with Pepe coming into to Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I think he was second in goals, um, only behind, um, only behind Mbappe last season. So, yeah. wow. And that speaks up my, when, when the side my, my my best friend. He, he texted me said, "Man, we've got a good player here. Seventy-two million pound. He's going to be he'll be really good." And then, a couple of games, and he went, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> does take, it does take players a while to settle properly in uh, the Premier League. That's one of my biggest issues with football uh, today, where everything is very instant gratification. You want the player to come in, settle in position, play, score goals, and just you know everything, everything yeah. done immediately. Mm. Where it's just it's, it's not gonna happen. I don't think Drumper really kicked on until his second season. I'm not saying his first season was rubbish, but um, it it wasn't what was expected. And his second season, he was scoring goals for fun and never looked back. Well, look, um, I mean, look, look, look at Henri. Yeah, Evra is a good. Oh, yeah. uh, well, well, look when Henri came from from Juventus. He, he didn't he, he didn't start banging goals in straight away. It took him a couple of months to settle in. Um, look at uh, but, but biggest biggest thing for that. Look at Cristiano Ronaldo when he came in. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ronaldo, he was very Ronaldo. young, but yeah, yeah, he was very young. Yeah, he was young, but then it took him a few years to become. Start become the superstar that he obviously became and is still. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe people say Ronaldo's declining. He's not as good as he used to be. It, it just baffles me. And he's I, not, but he's still fucking great. Yeah, it's 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 really hard to say. I actually, um, this is a bit off topic, but I saw something that was sort of showcasing the the ages of the Barcelona team, and a lot of them are in their thirties. And yeah, I saw that. And I don't know if this is going to be sort of, you know, a replication of what happened with AC Milan, where AC Milan one season was like, all right, everyone's retired. Now what do we do? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, feels like, it feels like Barcelona might go in that direction. But, uh, well, no, I agree. But speaking of Barcelona, though, I mean, obviously we've all seen the news that Lionel Messi... Apparently, he's very unhappy in Barcelona. Wow! And it's the first time he's seriously considering leaving. I <sighs> is he doing this to be a power play to get more power or influence in Barcelona, or do you genuinely think he is he could genuinely leave? I, I don't trust anything he says, especially after what he did with Argentina. Yeah. So oh, when he I, cried, "I'm going to retire," <laughs> and then like, "Okay, yeah. I'm going to play now." Yeah. Because he didn't win. I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay at least two two seasons. If he doesn't stay, where is he going to go? Who who can afford Lionel Messi? 
Well, it's, it's not really a thing of um, affording because he can leave any time. It's, it's in his contract. He can choose when to leave. Yeah. Oh, wow. You'd have to pay a fee for it, like, he, he could just leave for free as well. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Leeds City because Pep's there and Pep's one of his heroes or maybe he goes to Argentina and plays for his hometown or something. I don't know. I, 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 think, he goes, I think he goes to West Brom. We don't want to play that rubbish Jesus Christ We hope for the best <laughs> Do you have position for him? Do you have an open position? Oh no, no, I mean, no We've got the mighty Matty Phillips there uh, yeah. He ain't going to get supplanted him from the team I mean Matt Phillips is <laughs> So shit Honestly This is Carson going to Argentina I, I think that's a good thing though. A lot of South American footballers do like going back home to finish their career. Which is yeah. going to be, look at Tevez is at Boca Juniors. Uh, Raquel May did it. He went back to um, Argentina. Mar- Maradona did it. Ronaldinho uh, as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. yeah Brazilian. Yeah, Ronaldinho well, did it. Right. Yeah. Re- uh, Ronaldo did it as well. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it's not a possi- it, it's not out in the realms of impossibility that he could go back to Argentina, but I do think I do think he'd want to pr- put him, if he does leave pressure himself in the best league in the world, which is the Premier League. And could mm-hmm. he do it on a week in week out basis in the Premier League? Could he do it on a cold, wet uh, Tuesday? Uh, at his age, is it's so difficult to. To, yeah. I mean, again, everyone realizes how how different of a beast the Premier League is. You know, I've, uh, this the same friend I alluded to earlier. He he's a Barcelona fan, and he he watches. <laughs> unfortunately for him as well, he's an Arsenal fan, and he's, <laughs> <laughs> he, so he and I were talking about uh, the best leagues, and you know, he was putting up an argument for. Uh, La Liga, and I said, "There's no comparison. There's absolutely no, no comparison because, you know, the the bottom tier Norwich tomorrow could defeat uh, Liverpool. You never know. You never know what yeah. happens in the Premier League. Whereas in La Liga, it's less frequent than you know that something like that happens. And it's the the so for Messi to come to the Premier League is it's a big." It's a big difference. I don't think he's he's quite small. The Premier League is quite you know uh, aggressive in nature. Yeah. Uh, bigger people, stronger. Uh, if you remember Ronaldo when he was first there, he was just being thrown around by by the defense. So yeah, it was. I mean, it's it's very different. But then, yeah. like people like David Silva hmm. and Santi Cazorla have made a career there. So <laughs> you, you never know. But they're different players. David Silva and Santi Cazorla. They're happy to sit deep and play that way. Whereas Messi is, he's not that player. Messi has to have the ball. Messi's a dribbler. Messi's fantastic with the ball. I mean, Santi Cazorla was see, running. He was running between yeah. people's legs. So, whereas Silver and Cazorla, they'll just stay behind the big men and hide. And whereas Messi, can, can you imagine like Messi trying to dribble past? I'm trying to think of big odd player Van Dyke um, yeah because Van uh, talk about that Van Dyke if you listen to uh, when they played last year at the new Camp you can hear Van Dyke screaming at his defence come and help him with Messi oh really help me help me help me and they I mean Messi just ran past him it was brilliant but I love to see Messi against um, I'm just trying to think of a good old fashioned centre off in the Premier League there isn't any more is there Phil no, Jones. I'm going to... Phil oh, Jones. <laughs> no, cha- Phil no Jones. chance made. He'd have no chance uh, against Phil Jones. Mate. All, all messed against David Luiz. Um... Oh, this... <laughs> I try not to think of Messi versus United. It just brings back bad memories. So, it does, oh, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> oh, that point where he just literally ripped you apart. It was brilliant. Ugh. You know what? I, I love to see Messi versus Roy Keane. I just love seeing. I just love seeing Messi just get. <laughs> Ryan would just break his legs. I think and have done with it. Oh, me, me, oh. Messi versus uh, Messi versus Razor Ruddock. Mm-hmm. That'd be one. Oh, God. Kill him. 
Messi. See, but only, only players shorter than Messi, if I can think of, is Ryan Fraser. He's in the Premier League, so. But you, but you look at Royal Fraser. Royal Fraser is quite bulk, bulky for his size, but he's quite big. Whereas Messi's very small. Messi looks like an eleven-year-old with a beard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I've been searching small um, Premier League players, and I searched up. Um, I want to see how tall Shakiri is, and it came up with a photo of Shaquille O'Neal. Shakira is pretty short, yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Uh, we'll 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 get down to the the other game uh, that we're playing uh, on Tuesday with uh, obviously the fight for fourth. Arsenal versus Leicester uh, finished one-one. May I run run rampant again? Was it a red card? First. Yes, uh, I mean, I, th- I think it's one of his. It's one of those ones that it looks like a red card, especially in slow mo. I, I, I doubt he obviously didn't mean to hurt the player, but I think when you look at it in slow mo, he's very, very high up the leg. I mean, uh, I personally think it was Saturday. What, what, what about you guys? Fortunately, I've not seen it, so I can't. I can't comment. Likewise. Yeah, it, it was bad. Yeah, but but to be fair, if, if if that's a red, I think Vardy, um, you know, kicking Mustafi in the face with his studs is an absolute red. So, nah, it's not. Mustafi knocked him sense to Mustafi. <laughs> <laughs> but but the draw does put qualification for fourth in United's own hands now. Right. That's a, how how confident are you that United can get top four, which looked out of the question um, before the lockdown situation. Um, see, he, my, okay, so my question here is, because uh, I've been discussing this with a few friends and I'm, I'm really confused. So, Man City is not qualifying for Champions League next year, correct? Unless their appeal. Yeah. Unless their appeal. Suppose the appeal doesn't work and they're, they're out, right? So, does the fifth team then automatically qualify for Champions League instead? Yes. Apparently okay. so, what, yeah. What, what, what they go to qualification rates, not automatically qualify for the group stage? Right, okay. So, because um, it, yeah, because the uh, fourth again, team, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, but they, yeah, they'll still get into Champions League, but they'll have to do yeah. the qualifying stuff. But then, yeah. it, so, but then it all depends on the FA Cup as well, because if Arsenal win the FA Cup and Arsenal are outside of the top five, as, as you said, if Arsenal win the FA Cup, Arsenal they get Champions League place? No, they don't. Is it Europa League? Do they? Champions League? I think it's Europa I, I think, League. I think it's Europa. Europa League. Yeah, it's, it'd be okay. Europa. It might, okay, it might, it might change it if uh, an English team wins the Europa League. Did you get Champions League through that? Whether that might change it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the battle, because right now I'm looking at the standings and it's uh, Chelsea, Leicester, United in that order, United with a game in hand. Uh, suppose they win it. United are at 58 points, uh, Leicester 59, and Chelsea 60. I feel with Chelsea's been a little rocky, Leicester has not been performing well either. If everything goes well for United and they win all their games, United could even jump up to third. Do you know who United's last game of the season is? Leicester. Yeah. <laughs> that so, could be a very... Very tense and exciting affair. I think that could be fantastic. That game will be will be brilliant. But Leicester, to me, has not been the Leicester ever since they won the Premier League. Leicester's been just sort of scoundering in obscurity. I would say. I, I think that season was, it was a freak season, though, wasn't it? Let's be honest. That uh, that was they I don't achieved, think, didn't it, they? It, in <laughs> our lifetime, I don't think we'll, we will ever ever see anything like that again. A finish I, like that. I do have a I do have a funny story about that actually. Um, so in my office, uh, there is uh, there's a gentleman who used to watch La Liga. He used to follow Barcelona. He's like, oh, I really like Barcelona. So I asked him. I said, have you ever watched the Premier League? He said, no, I've I've only ever watched La Liga. So I said, trust me, uh, if you want to watch good football, watch the Premier League. So he said, okay, but like I like to like root for a team, so I get invested. So I said, okay, United, follow United. 
So he's like, okay. So the league started and, you know, Leicester was winning their first few games. He's like, oh, who's this Leicester? So I said, oh, they're, they're, I mean, they're not anything big. They're just, watch, they're just going to fall off soon, you know? And then they won the fucking league. <laughs> and he comes to me and says, I thought you said that this team was shit. They won the whole thing. I said, man, I don't know what to tell you, but this is how unpredictable. And then he went to some research. He's like, holy shit, this is insane. Like this team has never won anything significant in I don't know how many years. And, and yeah, and they won the league. So, it, yeah. It, it was crazy. It, it really was. Just skip out the La Liga. It would be like um, Ibar winning the pre- uh, winning La Liga. It's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've I've got the the runnings of the so I've got the runnings of Man United, Leicester, and Chelsea. I'm uh, just pointing it up. Uh, Monday. Uh, so I'm just gonna go the see Man United got Southampton. Uh, so Villa first, then Southampton at home. Crystal Palace away. Chelsea at home. Oh, uh, Chelsea's FA Cup, mate. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry. So United, so they've got Southampton, Palace, West Ham, and Leicester. That's quite mm-hmm. favourable. Chelsea. Southampton. Southampton's the one that worries me, especially after beating City. They're they're the ones that uh, we could sort of drop points against. I think. But, but we I also think beat them, so I think you have a chance. Yeah, That's I, I true. <laughs> Uh, Chelsea have got Sheffield United away, Norwich at home, Liverpool away, Wolves at home. And then mm-hmm. uh, Leicester have got Bournemouth away, Sheffield United at home, Tottenham away, and then obviously Man United at home the final game of the season. I do think, out of all those, I do think you Man United have got the favourable running. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I think, I think, think Chelsea... it'll finish Chelsea United. And Leicester just behind us. Uh, that's to, be honest, possible. Uh, yeah. to, to be honest, I think there's also a chance for Sheffield and Arsenal could just about sneak in, depending on how other people do. It's not impossible, especially for Sheffield. If they, if they can pull the socks up, I, I think they have a real chance of possibly overtaking you guys. But then Tottenham really? is right there as well with their... I mean, they're tied in points. So... Yeah, well, I, I, I do think it is generally all to play for. And I think, you know, if someone slips up, I think I can change the whole landscape of it dramatically. Yeah, yeah. It's very neck and neck right now, right? Yeah, it, it could. It could. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out anything. Um, you know, it don't look like slipping up, but you just you just don't know. You can't rule it out because until Bruno came in, we were a bit all over the place, so. I mean, we're, we're only five points behind you, so. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, but that's right? that had, yeah? Yeah, 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 that is true. So, so uh, it's very neck and neck. Yeah, it's it's the best. It's this is why the Premier League is the best league. Mm-hmm. It is, as as you said, anybody can be anybody, and it is exciting as hell. And a lot of people said, "Oh, why is the Premier League going back? Liverpool have won the league." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's other things to fight for, and. Yeah, it's just brilliant to watch. And also, next season, my team should be there because we're winning as we speak. Yeah. But, so, so, yeah, so, I'm uh, optimist. I think Man United will finish uh, top four. I think, they'll, I think they'll get fourth. I think I agree with Carthy with Chelsea and Man United. Because um, I think Chelsea will beat Liverpool as well. Because Liverpool haven't looked quite at the races since they tied the title up, and Chelsea will have more to play for. So uh, I think they'll win that one as well. Liverpool's going for the hundred points. They have to win four games to to get that. Um, yes, but even against City and against Villa, they, they looked out of sorts. Really, I know they beat Villa in the end, but it it, it wasn't till the death. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, they won for them. Now it's just about setting a record and doing something no one's ever done before. So I think that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Do you think the relegation places are set there as well with Villa, Bournemouth and Norwich? Bottom two are. I'm not too sure about the third. Yeah, I, Nor- I, I hope it's definitely be relegated. I hope it's Aston Villa. I really hope it's Aston <laughs> Villa. It's quite, it's reasonably tight after the bottom two, isn't it, I think? Uh, so it's uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth and Villa have 27 points each. 
Watford have 31, but uh, Villa have got a game on them, but I think it is against Man United. I mean, Aston Villa and Bournemouth have the exact oh, yeah, same. The, yeah. They've won seven games, they've drawn six, they've lost 20, and yeah, it's, they're, they're almost that identical. Joy. Yeah, well, Villa will beat Villa will beat United now. I've gone on a tangent, so no go down. All right, I'll have If Villa beat uh, Man United, yeah, I will get I love Aston Villa tattooed on my ass. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I wasn't. I was Come on, I Villa. Risk, I wasn't risk it. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I, honestly, no. I, I it makes me laugh. Like seeing. Um, I've I've got this WhatsApp group that part with football fans, like there's Albion fans, there's Villa fans on there, and when the Albion lose, the Villa fans are all quick to jump on. As soon as they lose, it is brilliant. It's brutal to watch because we just <laughs> lay to the Villa fans. It's amazing, and that's why I'm so happy when they lose because if they come down and the Albion go up, it will be just the best feeling ever. <laughs> just the best. Because I've had to listen for the past two years. Oh, but we're in the Premier League. Yeah, you shit there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Reese, here's a question for you. Out of, out of anyone from the Villa team, who would you take? Jack Grealish. You, you, you wouldn't take Mings? No. Uh, there's only one person in that team that is of world, world quality, and that is Jack Grealish. I think he is superb. Yeah, how do you feel about him coming to United? I said it's uh, looking uh, like a strong possibility we're going to bring him in. Grealish. Hmm. Didn't he play for he played for England? Didn't he for a bit? Uh, he hasn't played yet for England. He's been called. I think he's been called to the squad. I think he's played yet, but he is. Um, he's just. He's a left. He's, he's a left winger, but he plays behind the striker as well. He's just really, really. It's just really good. He's really young good as player. well. He's quite young. 20, 24, I think he is. Something like 20, that. Yeah, he's 24. He's played... Mm. played just played at Aston Villa his whole career. Played 154 games for the Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's on he's on the fringe of getting the England call-up, but for me, he's better than uh, Deli Alley. He should be the team over oh, Deli wow. Alley anywhere. That's oh, a I, I definitely strong statement. That. Yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, he's so good. <laughs> um, should we wrap up there guys so uh, Carl we'll start with you we'll come to you for plugs yeah okay yeah you can find me at Carlos underscore fire89 at Twitter and Instagram and you can check out all our stuff on Rogue Opinions hopefully we'll have an F1 pod going up soon so uh, check that out the first race of the season Oh, do we want to listen to that with my passionate rant about Kevin <laughs> Magnuson? Oh, gosh. Uh, Liam? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Harper Milo and on OnlyFans at SissyStut69. <laughs> <laughs> well, well worth 39.99 a month, like it. Oh, you, you, you get so much for your bang. I mean, you get, you get to see my uh, chocolate starfish. You, I mean, you, you can't put <laughs> oh, anything you like. Shut up, shut up. There he goes. Just, he's, been, he's been good up until now as well. <laughs> oh. no, he's pretty good until now. Limit. I no, tried, no, no, sorry. No, there is a centipede limit where you get to see uh, many clothes of Jeeves and the human centipede sort of formation. But honestly, you have to have a strong stomach. Oh, for that I'll stop you turning me on, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> <essential plugs. laughs> uh, you can follow me at that KJ guy. Um, I also do another podcast uh, at Roped In. Um, yeah, it's a wrestling stuff. Yeah, really worth a listen. Yeah, Thank you. definitely. I mean, I, I still stand the, the my favorite one of Roped In is when you got David David Kutchen on to do Hell in the Cell. I oh, was gosh. walking to work and I had to stop walking because I was crying that much. <laughs> David, David's been meaning to do another podcast with me. Uh, we had an idea, but it's been it's been a little difficult, obviously, with his family and stuff through because of the yeah. lockdown. So uh, the 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 plans are there, but we just have to figure out when we're gonna do it. So yeah, yeah. Honestly, nearly wet myself, and 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter, arsaunders995. Uh, this is a backlog of Bad to Be Unicorn podcast. Um, for opinions on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts from. And until next one, guys, it's been a pleasure. See you later. Bye. Yeah, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. See Thank ya. You.